took his nephew Lot with him. They came to a place, because they were very wealthy, where they had to part ways. Mm -hmm. Because their stuff was starting to get mixed up, their servants were starting to get mixed up, and it was just creating all this quarreling and all this nonsense. And so um, Abraham, being the father figure that he was to Lot, he said, you know what, Lot? I love you so much, I'm going to let you choose first. Whichever place or territory you want to take, you get first pick. And Lot looked around. He saw this beautiful, lush, green little piece of land over by Sodom and Gomorrah. And he's like, you know what? Over there looks pretty nice. I think I'll go there. Yeah. And so he went his way. Abraham went his. And it seemed like all was well, right? But as my mama would say, when all is well, to know is hell. And when Lot <laughs> exactly. got to know where he was, he was not just in hell, but in like the belly of the beast. <laughs> but you know, was... Jodia, can I cut you? Because you know that even when I read that story and that part comes up in regards to the side he chose, I was like, in Jamaica, we say like green eye. He thought mm-hmm. he was choosing the best of the best and he was going to leave Uncle Abraham with the rubbish, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, look how the how look how look the goodness bite up him backside. Anyway, go on, <laughs> darling. <laughs> Well, you, you know my family's Jamaican too. I was born in Mobay. So, oh, okay, yes, Mobay. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Yes, <laughs> yes. So yeah, it came back on him, and um, and so you know he was stuck in this really horrible place filled with degenerates and just terrible people, and um, it came to a point. It was so bad, right, that God was like. Look, this place, Sodom, Gomorrah, like, people are complaining so much that it's come to my attention and I have to do something about it. And the something that I have to do is destroy it. It's that bad. Like, we have to toss out the baby with the bathwater. Mm-hmm. So he told his friend Abraham, hey, Abraham, this is what I'm thinking about doing. And Abraham was like, God, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, what if there are, you know, righteous people there? Yeah. Then it will be, you know, you'll look like the kind of God that, you know, you know, murders your own people. Like, that would be bad for your reputation. And so, you know, Abraham was negotiating, negotiating, because he knew his nephew Lot was there. And so he negotiated God down to 10. He's like, God, if there are 10 righteous people, you <laughs> yeah. don't want to destroy it, right? And God was like, okay, Abraham, you're my friend. If you can find 10, then I'll spare it. He couldn't even find 10, my God. <laughs> and so it came down to it that they had to, you know, run a rescue mission. And not just any rescue mission, but... They had to send angels. Like, that's mm-hmm. how you know it's intense. When it's like, humans can't even come get you. Angels got to come get you. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty bad place. So the angels, you know, come in. And again, because the, the city is filled with degenerates, <laughs> they're like, those men that came to you, send them out so we can have our way with them, right? Oh, and, gosh. And, and, and lots of but you need to the- give it how it really stayed because their man was going on nasty now. <laughs> So, I mean, they were, they were carrying on with their nonsense. Yeah. Um, and really, when you think about it, even just from the context of that time, mm. I really, I don't even think that it was, because a lot of people were like, oh, it's because they were carrying on with, you know, homosexual activity. Yeah. That It, it was deeper than that. It was. It was far deeper than that. They were doing a lot. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll save that for another discussion, but it, it was beyond just the fact that they wanted to have their way with them. It was, it was deeper than that. Yeah. But the purposes of this discussion just to show you what they were coming out of i think it's important to paint that picture exactly so it was so bad and lot was so caught up in the nasty by just sitting in that culture for as long as he did that he was willing to offer up his daughters yes he's like no don't touch the angels you can have my daughters and have your way with them like what that's what you know (laughs) 
<laughs> like that place was jacked to the point that it would twist his mind in that way, right? Yeah. So the angels are like, "Look, lot, you gotta get like leave your stuff, leave everything. We've got to get out of here now." Yes. And they made a point of the only instruction that they really gave was, "Do not look back." <laughs> Do not look back. Mm-hmm. And so they're leaving. They're running for the hills. You know, the fire and brimstone is just warming up in heaven, about to get tossed down. And, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah is about to be obliterated from the planet. Hmm. And as they're leaving, right? I mean, get this picture in your mind, right? Just to kind of... Because Lot's wife is sort of a two-sided coin. Yeah. Think about... Mind you, this is... Hmm. Remember, the land was still green and lush. Yes. Right? So it wasn't all bad. And and my belief, now mind you, this is me. Mm -hmm. My interpretation of that passage is that, hmm, there's something about, like, I don't know if you've heard that analogy where um, um, a rat, like rat poison is actually 97% actual like rat food like things that mm-hmm, a rat mm-hmm. would like but it's mm-hmm. that three percent or that two percent or that one percent that actually kills the rat yeah 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 because they eat too much of it that's what kills them off right exactly mm-hmm. i my belief is that as bad as it was as much as they were just surrounded by debauchery and not just craziness there was that that her soul was still being fed in some way I like, agree. There was something about it, whether it was the wealth or the luxury. Because remember, or it what was she was going to leave behind. Exactly, mm-hmm. it was still green. So they had to be doing something right for for it, because it didn't look like Sin City. It didn't look like this mm-hmm. horrible place. It was lush. <laughs> it was. It looked like the perfect place to set up shop. Yeah. Right. Which, if we're translating it into our times, right, it could look like that perfect job. Yeah, it could look like that perfect home, the perfect guy. Perfect guy. Oh, my gosh. He checks off all your boxes. Yes. The reason I can say this is because I've dated a guy like that. Like, to the point where it frightened me how much he checked off all my boxes. (laughs) But what should have frightened me more was when I saw Mr. Hyde come out of Dr. Jekyll. Oh. So that was that 3%, that (laughs) rat poison Mm -hmm. that was mixed in with the food. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. you know what? I've heard someone say that a hungry man, a starving man, will eat anything, even if it's filled with poison. And there was something, I believe that there was something about her life in Sodom and Gomorrah that even after she saw how, again, the degenerates, that's all you can really call them, the degenerates Mm -hmm. of the the town, how they were trying to have their way with the angels, even though she saw how it twisted her own husband's mind to even want to prostitute their daughters. And even after the angels warned them that like this place is going to be destroyed, it is that bad. So yeah. she's hearing how horrible, seeing how horrible, experiencing how horrible this place actually is. There was something about Sodom and Gomorrah that was feeding and drawing on something in her. Mm-hmm. that even after all of that, she would still want to look back. And I'm glad you painted the picture, Jodie, because that's the thing. It's That's the main thing. Don't look back. There was a clear instruction. And there's so much going on that's making her just think, but maybe, 
oh, but look at what we built. Look at what we did. And so that's where we're going. I'm so glad you painted the picture because you painted the picture amazingly for us. So it's time now for us to start the questions because I feel like we don't even need everybody else to explain what that is. You've painted the picture enough for us to understand. Look, guys, that looking back when you get an instruction to not look back, whew, take it. The other day I was in Spain and I'm telling you guys, hmm, this lady, I called this lady for an apartment and she was like, yeah, come, da, 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 da. and I was like, yeah, but I don't have the money for the deposit. And she was on me. Just get dressed now and come. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about the money. Just get dressed now and come. Just come, just come. Just. And I was like, I don't know, this lady from nowhere. <laughs> I don't know where she's telling me to go. Um, I'm not going down there and I ain't got the money. And she was persistent in just telling me I need to come and I need to leave wherever I was. She was like, you need to leave and you need to come. And I went. And guys, I'm telling you, I went and I didn't look back. I just went. I just said, and I, and I took a blanket with me. I said, if, 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 if things go bad, uh, it's okay. I'll just sleep in my car. It's okay. But... From the way this woman is shifting me to leave this place, I think she's she's heard me. She's heard me. I don't want to look back on this situation. I don't want to go back. I need to go. And even a lot of you guys know what I've been going on with my relation with my past relationship is don't look back. Don't look back. And there's so much guilt and there's so much dirt and there's so much this and there's so much memories that wanna aid me in looking back. And I'm like, no, sis. And when the memories come up, I told you guys last week. I have to cancel it. So, the question today, how many have we got? Let me see. One, two, three, four. Okay. Okay, first question. <laughs> okay, yeah, first question. If I'm not in control, it means it can't go right. If I'm not in control, it means it can't go right. Jodianne, do you agree with that statement or disagree with that statement? <laughs> I'm laughing over here <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> so truth and honesty, yep. right? Truth and honesty. Um, a few years ago, even though it would have been hard to admit that absolutely was my truth. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was very much hands-on is putting it mildly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of everything. Yeah. And um, I'm so glad that you gave Holy Spirit credit for um, the discussion today mm -hmm. and the questions that you came up with because mm -hmm. I have to give him credit for convicting me of that. Yeah. Um because there was a very specific point in my life where he made it very clear that I had to, um, it was two things actually, um, release my commitment to comfort mm. and my need for control. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Cause those and two so, are, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we're going to have to come back to that. We're going to have to come <laughs> back to that, Jody. Kita, if I'm not in control, it means it can't go right. 
I'm sorry, guys. I'm going in a lift. Sorry. Okay. I'll answer after. No sorry. problem. CC, if I'm not in control, it means it can't go right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when she put the, you know. I'm sitting on the fence a little bit because I am controlling in certain aspects. Mm -hmm. but I'm also learning to let go of control. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, That's mm, the season I'm I in. I don't fully believe it. I don't fully believe it, but there is a part of me that believes it. Yeah, yeah. Love that, Cece. Diona, if I'm not in control, it means it can't go right. Ucha, um, well, I used to be a perfectionist, but mm -hmm. the Lord has, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and control is something that I was very used to because of, you know, mm -hmm, my family <laughs> tendencies. Um, but I now understand that for it to go right I, I, in fact I shouldn't be in control for it to go right right alright right cool because this is a lesson I'm learning guys this control freak this trying to make sure everything is my way and I, I, it's, 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 I control to the point I don't even want to let God do his work I control to the point where I can't hear uh, Holy Spirit speaking to me to tell me what to do I'm just trying to be in control consistently T, are you going to answer this question for us? If I'm not in control, it means I can't, it, it can't go right. You know that's not my portion, sis. <laughs> Keep talking, I'm going to get the charger. Honestly, I've, I've always been that person, even me and Raquel would clash because I'm literally like, mm -mm, if I don't feel it, I'm not moving. And that's not coming from my head. That's not me wanting to control stuff. That literally is... I've always been a feeler, like, and any of my friends that are, like, super planned and super controlled, they can't catch my vibe because I'm literally like, mm -mm, we don't need a plan, we only need to move where God says move, but if they're not, at, if they don't get that yet, then we will have conflict, but I have always been that person where I literally go off of the feeling, and the feeling has to be so clear that that's the only time that I move, so I prefer not to control anything and let God do what he's got to do. Yes, and I'm one of her students where she has to be up for that one, guys. Um, she'll be like, no, Raquel, that's you. No, Raquel. No, Raquel. <laughs> and I have to be like, okay, let me, let me, let me go back. Let me go back. Let me chill. All right. The next question is, oh, Keita, can you answer now? Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm available now. Okay, um, go ahead. Oh, I'm here thinking in a lift. I don't even know. I think I am I'm a bit of both. I, I, but I, yeah, I'm a bit of both. I, I need to be in control, but I also need to let God be in control. So I mm -hmm. have let go to be in control right now and let God be in control. Love that. Love yeah. that. Okay, so the, so the next question is, are you a dweller? or a striver and when we think about Lot's wife's story if she just strived she would have never made it she would have never ended up as a pillow of salt she would have actually just stepped out you know what I mean but we get it wife what she was trying to hold on back so are you a dweller or a striver Jodianne 
Can you repeat the definitions of each one, the dweller versus the striver? So the dweller, she would have never looked back. She would have went with Lot. She would keep going, right? The, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the dweller would have. She looked back and she turned to the pillar of salt, right? The striver, mm-hmm. she would have just never took the instructions and never looked back. Strive, definitely much more of a striver. Okay, good, good. Kita. Oh God. Um. <laughs> I was a dweller, but I'm not in that place anymore. I am learning to thrive. Love it. Love it. Love it. Cece? So, I'm going to dwell when I get to the other side. Mm. So, I'm going to strive, and then when I get to the other side, I'm going to look back and dwell for a few minutes, and then keep striving. Okay, so you mix it up. <laughs> I, think there's, I think all of us have got a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've never been in a place where we gone somewhere and kind of looked back to say mm, can I should I shouldn't I I think we've all got a bit of that in us yes I definitely do push like I'm like no no I've got to go and I'm very headstrong yes so when I get something in my head I'm like mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. like I'm gonna be my best I'm gonna do my best like I run to that yeah but I do get to the place where I'm like holding the set let me just check back right so, yeah. okay Diona are you a dweller or a striver Oh, sis. Your mic, sis. Oh, gosh. D, sort your mic out and come back. Tanya? Tanya? Oh. Clubhouse cat, Matt. Can't have Clubhouse can't manage yeah, the vibration this morning. I feel like the naughty kid this morning, though, because I feel like I don't like the word strive. I don't like that word. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a wordologist. Go on, baby. Um, I would prefer to use the word. Do you know what it is? When I hear strive, I hear struggle. Um, okay. Not to say that we don't struggle because we do. Yeah. But in terms of making like two decisions, like what you're asking. Yeah. I would more be willing to step forward than look back. Then look do you back. Get what I mean. Yeah. But with strive, it means a certain level of conflict, which I personally disagree with Cece and Diona. I don't think you always have that. I feel that sometimes you just know, so you just walk. You're scared. Your knees are shaking. Your your teeth are shaking. Everything shaking, but you're just willing to walk and. I think that would be me. Um, yeah. So as to looking back. when when you say that, because that's how when we when we're looking at Lot's wife, you know, in, in in scenario to what we're saying is because you know if she just just didn't look back and just kept on, she would have went. Yes, yes, we know, girl. We know what you was leaving was good. We know what you was leaving. You would have felt sorry for. We know. But if you just stepped and strived and went the next side then you wouldn't have ended up as a pillar of salt you know what I mean so I, I hear you I hear you 100% yes, I hear you fully I, I have you. to just go look up the word and you see what strife it said angry or bitter yeah. disagreement over fundamental issues this is so, it yes she would have had those disagreements yes. with what she had to leave behind yes but yes in that context I would have strived I would have um, and actually, actually, I'm coming all the way back. I've just caught myself onto what Cece said because if it was sweet, mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to just put it down, are you? No, you're not you're gonna, gonna just put it down. And that's what Jodie Ann no. was saying when she gave us a picture of the story. Yeah. It's like there was a lot to it. She was leaving so she can kind of get why she, you know, was kind of looking back because she weren't leaving nothing bad. You know what I mean? That's what I was going to say. If there is no struggle to where you are, it's so crazy because Sarah literally gave us this word this morning at 5 a.m. And she literally said, you need to leave everything. Yeah. Every single thing that we're in right now, leave it. Yeah. Like, she's talking to us today. You get what I'm trying mm -hmm. to say? Her message was delivered yesterday. And she's even saying to the people that are in a good season, you're in a great season, not even a good season, leave it alone. Surrender everything to God. Mm -hmm. And so it's so timely because it's the exact message that you're delivering today. Mm -hmm. But are people really willing to say, Nah, but God, I hustled to get here. God, I <laughs> yeah. sacrificed to get here. God, I've done some things to get here and just leave it alone. They, um, it's going to be hard. They're going right. to want to look back like Lot's wife. They're going to want to look back. But the thing is, just look forward now. You've got yeah. to. You've got to. And remember, we can't walk forward. The way that I always look at this story is we can't look, walk forward and back at the same time. Oh, we did an exercise like that. That was crazy. Let's move on to the next question. It says, do you agree with the statement, I learn from my mistakes? Jodie Ann? You don't even have to call on my name. Yes, 100% I learned. Because I've come to a place where I no longer believe that there are losses. Mm -hmm. There are only wins and lessons yes. in my life, period. Lovely. I don't lose when I learn. So I make a point of, even if I just mess up, I'm like, you know what? You know what I just learned? Yeah. I just learned that X, Y, Z, A, B, C. Yes. Yes. And please believe I'm not going to make that mistake again if I can help it, you know? Exactly. So that's my approach. Lovely. Kita, do you agree with the statement, I learned from my mistakes? <laughs> I wish I was Jodie Ann right now. Um, <laughs> I do believe that, yes. But also I do believe sometimes when you don't learn, you do get that repetition, keep going until you learn. So yeah. I've been there quite a few times. Yes. And, um, yeah, I am, I am learning to... Um, to learn and just learn and not go back so yeah yeah it's just a positive mindset of mind shifting isn't it so yeah, yeah. okay love that Kita. cc yes yes i'm with jody ann um i think that and even like the word mistakes i'm like mm, god doesn't make mistakes yeah like he doesn't actually make mistakes yes so i learn i'm consistently learning and i think that's one of the things that i love about life yes so if people want to call it a mistake, yeah, like one thing I've always said about myself is I don't have regrets. Yes. I don't do things and go, oh, I wish I, I don't do that. Yes. I, I literally just don't do that. So for me, everything is about learning. Life is a learning journey. Mm -hmm. We've come to learn. So I am continuously learning. Love it. Diona, do you agree yes, with the child. statement? I concur with Jodie and, and Cece. I do not make mistakes they are lessons um and on top of learning from quote-unquote mistakes i learn from others mistakes too yeah so i yeah. don't have to go through the same thing yeah yeah love that love that 100 oh yes tanya 
And the church says amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen. No, 100%. Okay, so the last question for today is, are you willing to take a step without knowing the full outcome of it? Oh, we got flashes. We got flashes. We got flashes. I want to hear why. I want to hear why. The room's getting hot. The room's getting hot. The room's getting hot. So, um, before we go into this next one, Raquel, is it okay if I address something from the previous one? Yes. Um, I really want to encourage and edify Kida. Mm-hmm. It's not about being like Jodi Ann or like anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I have learned and am still learning is how to be the student in every aspect of my life. Yeah. The safest place is to be in, in anything, new job, new relation, anything, is to show up as the student or the servant. Mm. Even better if you can do them both at the same time. That, that um, mindset shift has changed everything for me. So I just wanted to share that with you. Like yeah. Just being the student or the servant. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. That's what we're here to do is to build each other up. So exactly. I just to, like, trust me, it's not about being like me. We just know that. Because <laughs> I've, I've made not so stellar steps and choices in my life. Trust. But it's just choosing to learn from them. That's really it. Mm. Okay, um, and even when it comes back right Jodi Ann even when it comes back like I think because as women we get into this place where we beat ourselves up mm-hmm. like we really beat ourselves up and feel like oh we didn't learn but you you didn't learn but it's coming back to you this time catch it catch it catch yes. it don't don't bring yourself down because like when it happened to me the other day I was really in a place where I wanted to beat myself up but listen that I had my girl she was like Catch it now, catch it. You know what I mean. Catch it. So yes. I could see what I was doing and what I wasn't, what where I needed to wake up, and then I called it and I knew how to shift and how to move. You know, so definitely, if yes. it keeps coming, catch it, catch it, catch it. So what are you saying now, Jodianne? Are you willing to take a step without the without knowing the full outcome of it? Because you guys are flashing up. I can't wait to hear your your words of wisdom on this. So I've come to a place in my life where that's like the only way that I move. Oof. And let me explain why. I used to be so obsessed with having to know the whole plan <laughs> that even when all the steps were revealed to me, it would overwhelm me. Oh, God. And I would get into analysis paralysis. Over oh, you're speaking to much. me. <laughs> and when I say God set me free from that, now I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, just give me the next step. And if I start to overstep, draw me back. Like, that's the only way I want to move moving forward. Listen. And it's, it's been a game changer for me. Seriously. Jodi Ann, I love that what you said. Now, can you take us back to the Jodi Ann who couldn't do that? Because I'm literally in this stage right now where I have to step without knowing the full outcome because I just like you said I can know everything it's like my girl Tanya does a workout class girl I don't go to the class because I don't know what she's going to do and I'm like she ain't ain't mashing me up you know what I mean so Uh I don't want to jump into nothing unless I really really know it and I'm in a season right now where it's like no Raquel take one little step just one little step 
I'm going to show you the rest. Take one little step, I'm now showing you the rest. You know what I mean? But it, it's uh-huh. hard. So tell us about when you was there and what made you just have to just, what, what woke you up to say, uh-uh, you have to get away from this. So for me... I know a lot of people associate with being left-brained or right-brained. Mm-hmm. I'm both-brained, right? Okay. So when it comes to... I'm very much... Like, I can see big picture. Mm-hmm. I God gives me big picture. I see... Like, I tell people all the time, if you're not serious about your business ideas, do not tell them to me. Because when I hear it, I don't just hear what you're telling me about what you have now. I will see I it. see it all the way. Yes. You're my twin. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why we're, that's why we're accountability partners, Fiona. That's why. <laughs> And yeah. not only that, um, when it comes to the vision, I, I, God has also given me this ability to break it down into the, the steps, the path to mm-hmm. get to that place. Mm-hmm. But what would happen is I would get ahead of him because I knew how to do that mm. without him. Because God gives the gift without repentance. He doesn't change his mind about giving certain gifts. Yes, It's up to us to submit it to him. And in my unsubmitted state, I was a hot mess so it was um get a vision for something we'll get ahead of god be like okay we're gonna do this and in my excitement mind you genuine excitement it comes from a genuine and good place Mm -hmm. and it starts out good and and it would always go south because it was always me going without just being still and allowing god to let to tell me how it needed to unfold yeah so it always turned out the same way it always turned out with me analysis paralysis yeah um double-minded to the point where it got so bad that i found myself not being able to make a decision because wow. all of these different ideas all of these like all was, coming at once of yeah. ideas that it, it started to cripple me and it, it started to feel more like a curse than a blessing Truly, more like a burden than a blessing. Of course, I don't call it that now. I've completely renounced that because it is the blessing of the Lord. But I had to submit it to him. And what I think the big turnaround came for me, it wasn't instant. It it wasn't um, like God struck me with lightning and it turned around. It was really a process where I just got better each time. Yeah. And what what it came to was that um, I, I think I just got tired of being overwhelmed by my own stuff. Wow. Like I had to come to a place, like I guess in the Bible it talks about coming to the end of yourself. Yeah. Like I really had to come to a place where I was, I was tired of myself and came to a place where God, I, I really need you on this. Like I thank you for this mind that you've given me. Now I need you to teach me how to manage it Oof. and how to honor you in it. And so now on the other side of that, and mind you, again, it's still a process. Like um, we're, we're constantly in, we're works in progress. And that's the beauty of the life journey. When you look at it like that, mm-hmm. um, on as I'm working out on the other side of that, it's it's I've come to find that it's less about knowing the details and really all about trusting God. Yeah, like it is it, it is less of a um, I think the whole idea of control and that sort of thing. The root of that issue is a lack of trust. Is a lack of trust exactly? It That's really is because even when, if you were to know all the details, if you truly trusted God, you would still entrust Him with all the details. That's that wouldn't get ahead. That's of you. what happened yeah. to me. I ain't gonna lie. I would get all the get, get the four page letter and then go, hmm, but. <laughs> Right. But, but maybe we should. <laughs> no, but, no. So, Adding on stuff. Exactly. Stuff away Love and that. Just meddling in it. Yeah. It's so true. Thank you, Jodie. Thank you so much, sweetie. Uh-huh. Kita, are you willing to take a step without knowing the full outcome of it? 
Um, yes, I am a living testimony of that. Okay. Um, yeah, um, I didn't know what I was coming to when I left St. Martin to come to the UK. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so. I love I that. I love I that. I, 100% I am. And you see that energy that you moved on when you came here, Kita, where you didn't yeah. know? I need yeah. you to do that in everything I, else. Yes. Everyone said that I changed, but I am learning to become that woman again. Don't you worry. <laughs> Don't you worry, darling. Thank you. Cece, are you willing to take a step without knowing the full outcome of it? Of course I am. Of course I am. Come on, elaborate. How do we get to places like... You know, you're driving down the road and you can only see a certain amount of metres, miles in front of you. Mm. You can never ever see. You don't fully see your destination before you get there. And that's just life. That is just life. Like, you go, you get pregnant. You don't know what's about to happen (laughs) on that journey. Trust me, you don't. No one warned me. No one warned me, okay? No one warned me. (laughs) But you embrace the journey. Yeah. You go about the journey, you take it on, you carry that child for nine months, and then labour hits. Yeah. A whole nother part of the journey, which again, you've got no idea what's coming, and every single time you have a child, it's a different experience. Yes. Yes. So, for me, um, life is literally just about taking those steps. It yes. is about taking those steps. It's about putting one foot in front of the other, and as far as I'm concerned, as long as I'm moving forward, mm-hmm. I'm moving. You know, I, I yeah. want to be moving forward. Yes. As long as I'm not going backwards, as long as I'm moving forward, even if I'm scared, even if I have no idea, even if I've got to question it a hundred times before I put my foot down and make that step, I'm going to go. I'm going to move. Love it. Love it. Love it. Diana, what you got for us, girl? Um, I've recently learned to let go of the outcome because of the whole detail oriented person. Yeah. And let me be real, I went through a very long period where I my trust in God was shaky, shaky, shaky. <laughs> so I had to really be intentional about okay, well God was like, Nadi, you know me better than this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And we went through a period of time where he was really um we were re- Re, not rebuilding trust but building trust yeah mm. rebuilding trust to be fair um and i'm now at a place where if he tells me to do something or there's somewhere he's telling me that is my destination i have let go of the outcome because the bible says that the feet of a righteous man is ordered mm-hmm. so i know i'm righteous mm-hmm. and i know that every step i take he will order it and if i if i t- take a slight misstep he will make that crooked path straight. Mm-hmm. If I take another slight misstep, he's very able to course correct. So oh, definitely, I'm yeah. now where I've let go of the outcome of anything and everything because as long as he's brought me to it, then he's graced me to it. You said something about trust um, because that was my thing. I'm telling you. You see that little one you see down over there beside you to the right? Trust is a thing what... I we when we uh, when we unfolded it, I did not trust anybody, not me, not God, not people. I didn't trust anybody. And literally, my time in Spain has given me the small little increments to begin my journey in trust. Because I didn't even realize I didn't trust people. I did not realize I didn't trust people. I thought, yeah, I trust them. But no, I don't. I would not let go. The the way I would want to control everything, I would have been like Lot's wife and turned to the pillar of salt because I would have been like, <laughs> no, that's how I was before. I can see myself that I've changed, 
But I want to ask you, Dee, in regards to the trust, what made you... Because I would have thought you would have been somebody who just trusted God and just trusted anything he said. So why? what, what was it that didn't you didn't want to make you let go? Was it the control and part of you? Like, what was it? Because I really want to clean that up once and for all with myself. Um, so I would love to know what how you got yourself to shift from that place or your strategies in regards to rebuilding your trust with God. Well, at the core of it, I've always been very administrative, in nature from mm-hmm. a young age I've been a part of event planning and all of that is, is control <laughs> that's planning and control yeah and what God was showing me that is that's one of those things that you need to be able to turn on and turn off yeah um not just have that as your permanent mode because when things happen it will throw you off kilt mm. and you'll just be like dude <laughs> mm. this is this is I don't like this mm. and that's when I'll start freaking out and he was trying to show me that for certain places that I need to go, that thing needs to be turned on and off. Right. So it was a matter of, firstly, it was a matter of, okay, sis, that's great, but we need to fine-tune this. Yeah. And that's um, because, also because I developed that from trauma as well. Right. Um, the control element came from not being in control of um, things I wanted to be in control from. So yeah. um, he made me, he highlighted it to me and then we healed from it. Yeah. And now we're moving forward. In yeah. relation to the trust element, um, I didn't do anything <laughs> in terms of except be obedient. Okay, um, that's it. You did. You was obedient. That's it. That's sounds, the tool. That sounds probably like annoying, but that's literally it. No, yeah, it doesn't sound it. annoying. And, you know, it it like, is what it is. You... It's that simple, but yeah. we don't want it to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, it is what I built trust by being obedient to God. And to also, um, his word tells you a lot about what you need to know about him. Mm-hmm. Like, that he's not a man that he should lie, nor a son of, the son of man that he should repent. Mm-hmm. Then God ain't going to lie to me. And I was watching a, um, a sermon yesterday, and he was saying, if it's not good, um, the Bible says all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. If whatever you're in is not good yet, then it's not done and it's not over. Mm. And when I heard that, I was just like, this is like freed me on another level to even let go even more. Because if it's not good or it doesn't look good, then it's not done yet. He's not done with you. Mm. Um, and each time I hear different things about the characteristics of God, and to be fair, he walked me through different seasons. So in certain seasons, he revealed to me he's provider. In another season, mm-hmm. he shows me he's El Shaddai. In another season, he shows me he's um, Jehovah Nisi. In another mm-hmm. season, he shows me he's Jehovah Rapha. And through experiencing him in his different states, mm-hmm. it develops more trust. Oh, I see that's another thing there we could talk on see she just flipped it again I love that okay you gave me healing today thank you D please send that video in the group let me see what it's about T um I know you got this one down to the T so you can close up the room with this one are you willing to take a step without knowing the full outcome of it I've forgotten what the question was now here it is, baby. Are you willing to take a step without knowing the full outcome of it? Thousand percent. Like, <laughs> I just feel that my life has been a testimony to this. Like, 
literally. Really think it's come from I say this all the time, but I think in the beginning I like as young as I can remember, I've just always believed in something greater. Yeah. I've always believed in God. Always, always, always. But I didn't have the faith that my grandmother had. I didn't know how to pray how my mum knows how to pray. Mm. And what I could see was that was their relationship with God. Like one was just faithful. My grandma was just like everything was left to God. It didn't matter what was happening or what was not happening. Just like her and older, I recognise that those words of affirmation spoken into me, you understand, mm-hmm. and those words, it's like, I always say to people, I personally haven't studied the Bible much, but I know scripture, and I know scripture because it's been spoken into me. Yeah. And when I'm living through something, I'll just catch a bit of the scripture in my head, and then I'll know where to go in the Bible to find it and dig deeper. Yeah. So, um, through that, I recognise that I had to go on my own journey. And, you know, Claudine spoke about this last week, but our mum got diagnosed with cancer real young and actually we lost our grand's cancer with um, real young. So by the time I was like eight, my grandma died from cancer and like within a year, mum was diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. So my mum prayed. Let me tell you, all I believed at that time was prayer can move things. Prayer changes things. Mm-hmm. She wasn't supposed to be here. She wasn't supposed to have children. Half her wounds got removed and she's had three wow. more children since she got married. All kind of stuff came after. So wow. for me, that was what made it possible. For me, that was what made it happen. So, and we didn't know the outcome. Come was, was not the outcome. You understand? Yeah. And I've seen that time and time again where you've been diagnosed with something, someone has spoke something over your life, but that is not the action. Yeah. And so when you give it to God, when you give it to God and you're willing to say, I don't know what you're going to do to me in this next bit, but this is what it feels like you're telling me to do. Mm -hmm. And you just step. What happens there, I would never want to control it because then it doesn't blow my mind. Do you Mm -hmm. understand? If I could could write it all out, out. if I could make it all possible if I could then I wouldn't believe in the greatness that is God yeah. when I slip in sand and I feel like I'm sinking mm-hmm. or I feel like I don't know the way but I keep surrendering and surrendering and surrendering and saying God go before me get in the gap tell yeah. me the way and then literally he just shows up I prefer living in that arena any day of my life than wanting to control everything and figure and it out honest, every step the of the way i do it is the more that, that he comes through like i am so confident to the point where i wake up now something lands on my chest and i'm like i think this is what i dreamt god but let me just have clarity and i swear to you the first conversation i have in the morning will give me the answer mm. and i'm like thank you god yeah and so it continues to build my confidence i wouldn't live no other way and um I get it because I'm also, I love to make things look pretty and I like to write things out and I love my diary and I love yeah. all of that jazz, right? Because it feels good. I yeah. Like <laughs> and, um, and when it feels good, you like to do it, but more and more and more that actually, I really am not in control of much at all, right? Mm. Brenda, to not being in control, I really let God be the big controller of my life and I'm just humble you understand Mm -hmm. so I just feel that 
if you can just allow one thing and then you allow another thing and then you allow, listen, your confidence is different. It grows and grows and grows because now you recognise that you're working with God. Do you understand? Yeah. You're working with God and the more that you keep saying to him, God, I'm available. God, I'm here. God, I'm listening. God, I'm obedient. Mm-hmm. Is the more that he just says, there you go, my child. There you go, my child. To the point where before I used to set my years right by with these lists and these dreams and these plans and these desires. Mm -hmm. Last year I said I don't want nothing but what you want for me, and last year blew my mind. (laughs) This year, those of you know, I do like a box and I put everything in it that I require. This year, my box is just filled with prayers of gratitude. ox i do ox because it is given don't get me wrong i do ox because it is given but it's not it's more like god i want what you want for me yeah you know i want to be clear on what you want for me i want to come into an agreement with what you want for me and so when i start talking like that and living like that and speaking like that oh guys it's just different it's just different you just seem show up different 